Generally Speaking About the Church, podcast episode number 111. <laughs> Entertaining, educational, and encouraging content that makes a difference. This is GSPN.TV. Join the community. Breathe, DG, breathe. <laughs> Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Generally Speaking. Oh, about the church. About the church. My name is Cliff Ravenscraft. And my name is DG Hollums, and I'm laughing. We are laughing because <laughs> life is good. Indeed. In the midst of all the crud and grime that we have to deal with in our regular day-to-day lives, life is good and we are blessed. Indeed. Even when you go to press the button to start your little network idea and it just goes, <laughs> boink. <laughs> I have no idea what that was all about. I thought I did it. Did no, I do it over no, here? No, I no. thought it was. <laughs> what you touching over there, DG? I, all I did is I restarted Firefox on the print server. <laughs> oh, gosh. Well, anyway, um, we are back again here and just want to say thank you to the folks who uh, had left some wonderful feedback having uh, Tiffany in the studio. Yeah. Nothing but positive reviews and positive responses uh, and uh, open invitation for Tiffany to come back anytime she wants. Um, and, you know, the, the, the one thing I will say, though, is I had a ton of responses from our Christian friends and listeners. And you, this was the unique in the time in the in that None of my Mormon friends that listen to us normally sent in any feedback from last week. Okay, and well, I know that they're out there listening yeah, maybe week they after week. just haven't heard it or something. Yeah. yeah. Or so, had time to be able to respond. Yeah. So I'm, I'm wondering, I'm wondering what, they, what their thoughts were on that episode. And if you're Mormon and you want to call in and leave us your feedback, uh, we're, we're happy to accept that here at yeah. gspn.tv and the About the Church podcast. Oh, and the definitely. Phone number is 859-795-4067. And DG, I, I want to I want to say um, I'm very thankful for the community that we have. You know, we we talk a, a, a lot about the the plus membership. Well, actually, we don't talk a lot about it, but we do mention it here from time to time. Uh, the fact that we have folks who you know support the content that we produce by becoming a plus member. Yeah. And occasionally, we have several folks that will step up to the table and say, you know what, I've been extremely blessed financially in my own life. And I know that there are folks out there who uh, would love to be a plus member for whatever reason they can't right now. Mm-hmm. And I want to to support that. And, and I want to help people to get plus memberships. Recently, I, there was one individual who will remain, he wants to remain anonymous, who made it possible for five people to have a plus membership. Oh, very cool. Which is very awesome. Yeah. And, and took care of them. And I, just recently I had somebody say, you know, and, and of course I had the choice of who, you know, those people might be based upon, you know, communications that I have with people right. uh, that maybe have lost their jobs and had to drop their plus membership or people who said, you know, I'm, I'm eagerly setting money aside, but it's just not happening right now. Sure. I keep track of all that stuff. Anyway, um, there was one particular person who had called in and I don't know why it didn't stand out to me, but he had mentioned that, man, I, you know, I'm not a plus member yet, but I would like to be one day uh-huh. and I'm working on that. Uh, and, and I, and I remember after the fact that he had said it, but for some reason during the episode, I didn't make note of that. 
Oh, yeah. So so when it came time to give out those those memberships, this person didn't come to my mind right then and right there. Okay. But all of a sudden there was a situation where somebody came and said, you know what? I want to step up and sponsor a membership for somebody, but I want to I want to pick one person in particular and I want it to go to Rick from Wisconsin. Oh, that's awesome. And and I'm like, wow, that's awesome. And so I'm like, yeah, Rick is definitely somebody that I think would be somebody to have this. And sure. and uh, well, Rick received his his uh, gifted uh, plus membership. And I want to play the audio feedback that he left and just to listen. I mean, and, and th- this this basically I, I can't tell you how this speaks to me to think that somebody would feel this way about the content that Stephanie and I produce. And, it, and it, I know people say all the time how meaningful the content is. And yeah. and somewhere in my head, I kind of understand how important what we're doing yeah. is. Yeah. But sometimes I just, it doesn't register deep down. You know what I'm saying? I got you. I feel you. Well, anyway, let me let me play this and you'll see where I'm coming from. Hey, Cliff. This is Rick from Wisconsin calling. Um. I hope I make it through the call without breaking down, and I don't know if you have a show you want to play this on. It's up to you. You can use it if you wish. I opened my email this morning when I got home to get an address from someone else's email and saw that I was being provided for to get a plus membership, and I am so happy because it's something I've wanted ever since you first announced it, but I could never fit it in my budget. And today is my birthday. (laughs) And so being right now that I wouldn't even spend a penny to do anything for my birthday because I don't have it, it, this is like the greatest present I could get. So uh, I want to say thank you to whoever provided for that and to you for extending what they had offered to cover to make it in a full year. And I really look forward to being able to hear some of those episodes that I couldn't hear before of all the great shows that you do. And I thank you guys very, very much. I think that's probably all I can say right now. (laughs) Thanks again. Rick, I'll tell you, happy birthday first of yeah, all oh my gosh happy birthday happy birthday uh and 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 i'll tell you what let me tell you your your voicemail i, I and and i'm not just saying this your your voicemail today blesses me i'd say equally as much if not more than how you feel uh and have been blessed by the gift of this person and i just want to say thank you to know that our content means that much to somebody else just it, it man it it just really does speak volumes to my heart and and just reaffirms that calling that I know is from God for Stephanie and I to pursue this with everything we have and to continue to provide this content and I just want to say thank you I want to say spe- special thank you to every plus member that's ever become a plus member because you guys have made all this possible. Yeah. And for those of you who have taken it upon yourselves to sponsor other folks, you know, there are lots of people out there with whatever reasons. I mean, people who have been laid off, people who have lost their jobs, whatever people who have, you know, I I know somebody who's, who's just now getting ready to go into surgery 
you know, like the fifth, sixth surgery and has fifty, sixty thousand dollars worth of medical bills. Yeah, yeah. And just couldn't become a she couldn't maintain her plus membership. And I'm like, well, you know, let's let's take care of this. <laughs> yeah. You know, I did no you gotta problem. listen to something while you're laying in bed recuperating from surgery. You know, and, and there have been times when I, I will try to do my best to extend what I can and and uh, I, I certainly have had the privilege and benefit of doing that. And to know that there are folks out there who who take a little bit of their extra income and and throw it towards spending on a plus membership for somebody else. It just I t- it warms my heart and and I'm blessed. It's just super sweet. And uh, and I want to say thank you for whoever that was that provided that. And and uh, you have got uh, just, uh, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm right in the middle of actually writing a small little tiny script for an, an internet video talking about the importance of giving. Yeah. And, uh, and the sheer fact that someone out there gets the idea that we are only blessed so that we can be a blessing. Yeah. And they're living that out with their lives. That, that is, you know, that is a huge aspect of the church um, that I think Christ really desired and had in mind. It was, I mean, the, the, I'm blessed to be a blessing is all the way back in the old Testament. I, was, I mean, it's just, it is something God had in mind at the very beginning that uh, his people would be a blessing to the rest of the entire world. And that's just a beautiful way of doing that. So thank you for whoever did that. And yeah. Rick, you're awesome, dude. Yeah, no happy, doubt. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. And Rick has a five minute piece of audio feedback that it, he sent in, like I think last week or something. For our ch- for the for about, the, about church? the church podcast. Whoa, five so, minutes. So five minute piece. Maybe we get to split that up. I th- maybe we'll see. All right, but uh, that's very cool. But anyway, before we do that, let's turn next to Jason, who called in some audio feedback. It's three minutes in length. We're talking Sweet. to some long witted folks out that's there. A, well, you know what? That just means they're really into it. That's right, man. Unless unless we're like, he's gonna be like, hey, I'm driving down the road. <laughs> So I want to finish up my point really quick before the police get here. <laughs> nice. Well, I have no idea what Jason's voicemail is all about. So hopefully he's not telling us off. But uh, well, Jason, take it away, my friend. Hey, Cliff. This is Jason. It does sound like he's in the car, though. I know. <laughs> in Dallas, Texas. And I'm listening to you about the church podcast. And I think it's the one called... Uh, it's one that has to do with creativity and the arts in the church. I'm not really calling to try to just call play it on any podcast. Man, Oops. I'm just listening to this, and, man, it's just uh, it's been awesome. I'm not even done listening to it, and I had to call in tell you guys it's just really resonating with me, man, and I feel you, man, as far as just how church becomes monotonous and there's not a lot of creativity. I'm blessed to be in a church that, is open to uh, creating neutral atmospheres for, uh, you know, the presence of the Lord to kind of do what he wants to do in the moment. And uh, that's really what my ministry is, man. I go, I'm actually going to Michigan tomorrow for four days to go to a few churches. And what we do is, or what I do with my team is I just play music and create an atmosphere. And then we just really begin to seek what the Lord's wanting to do in the moment. And uh, there's a lot of people that come into those meetings and they don't need to hear a sermon that doesn't have anything to do with what they're going through they don't need to sing songs that have nothing to do with what they're going through they need to encounter a living god that has an answer for them in the moment that they're living in and that's what i really think that god wants to really get into our minds is that he's alive and he knows what we're experiencing each person in that room 
can have an encounter that we'll really meet them where they're at if we'll, you know, create more of what I call neutral atmospheres. And uh, I think pastors need to, like, ease up on the reins and let the Holy Spirit be <laughs> the teacher and let the Holy Spirit be the comforter and the healer. And that we, as uh, people in ministry, I don't really like using the term leadership as much as facilitators. Because what I believe a real leader is is one that knows how to facilitate and and see what the Spirit of the Lord is doing. And and actually, as a facilitator, you help the the Lord. You almost act as an advocate and as a middleman to help other people experience exactly what they need. So, man, I'm going on here for a while, but, dude, I just <laughs> wanted to call you and tell you I appreciate years of input into my life, man, and DG as well. And, uh, yeah, and play this for DG as well, man. If if you have, you have the chance, and just uh, I just want to bless you guys. And if you've ever done your podcast and felt like, man, uh, I wonder if anyone is getting anything out of this, or you know, we all have those type of moments or thoughts. I just want to encourage you guys, man, to keep doing what you're doing because there are people out there listening that are being encouraged, and I'm one of them, man. So bless you, man. I'll talk to you later. Bye. Jason, thank you so much. And, uh, you know, it, it's, it is awesome. It, it is, is. And I heard it. I heard it. Thanks for sharing that with me. Cliff. DG did hear it. <laughs> and of course I'm going to play it. Yeah, um, no, Jason, that was, that was tremendous. Of course. Yeah. And, and I think that, you know, there really does, you know, I don't think it's ever gone through my head. Are we really doing this? I mean, is this any good? I would not have continued to be here for as many, you know, times as we've done this podcast. If I didn't believe that, even if I was just doing it for Jesus, it's worth it. Yeah. But it does help. Yeah. Well, <laughs> saying I, that makes me just feel thrilled that that there is a community here that is being blessed. I mean, and, and believe us, we are completely blessed mm-hmm. in the midst of this podcast. Absolutely. All the community in the chat room every week and, and all the feedback we get. Yeah. Thank you so much, Jason. I, I will say I'm on the other end of things where, where, to be honest with you, sometimes as much as I love this, a lot of this content becomes does become work. I mean, it, it right. becomes that... It becomes that thing. It's like, man, I've got, oh, I got to process all these files. Oh, I got to do this. <laughs> oh man, tomorrow is Thursday. I got all day. And I'm not going to be able to get all caught up with that and blah, blah. And, and sometimes it does. It, I mean, and, and you know, I'm sitting there. It's like, man, does, do, are people really get it? I mean, cause I mean, we, we put out way too much content. I mean, nobody really is listening. Yeah, yeah. Is people really listening to this show? And, and it just, it, every single time I start to have that thought or that attitude or th- those kind of feelings, yeah. somebody always writes in somebody always leaves a voicemail somebody always says something that says i am blessed by what you take the time to do yeah, and and exactly. and so i'm thankful for it yeah, i'm thankful for it definitely and I, and I can say i'm thankful for it too even though i don't do very much work you're the one that does all the work <laughs> for it but uh it's a privilege to be here too and thanks man and you know what and, and i agree i think that there are sometimes uh in worship services that Everything is so scripted, very um, scripted. And and I've been into some churches. This is way back when uh, the seeker sensitive ideas are really really popular, and and it was a church growth movement stuff too. But they looked at that service that everything has to flow, and they would I mean and they would be the pastor would be would be so worried about there being dead air like dead time because like for example you'd have someone come up and you needed them to be able to you know to say something before the offering. 
So you'd say, okay, and, and, and I, I mean, I guarantee you, and I was one of these because I was told to do this by the senior pastor, but the senior pastor would say, you need to tell them that they need to be walking up during this thing so we have no dead air and we go as fast as we possibly can and it all flows beautifully. And I mean, and to the point of, well, if the children are walking away from the children's moment during the service, we have to play some kind of music during that time period. So there's, we got to, and it was just, it was just such a scripted thing. Heaven forbid there be a moment of silence anywhere during this service. (laughs) service, Yeah, exactly. And so I I agree with you. And now, of course, the other side of the, the other side of the coin there too is, um, I know a lot of, of, uh, of much older pastors that are retired, but you know, still attend church and stuff. And if you asked them to extemporaneously pray, which means just to pray instantly, just off the top of your head, just pray, you you would have it would have been like asking them to uh, to you know shoot their pet dog or something. I mean, it was just like what uh, what uh, you know because they really felt that to be able to to pray to God in in the presence of others it needed time spent with God and I mean it was just their way of honoring God by preparing that stuff right and I and I think that there needs to be a healthy balance between the two and I'm not, and I and I really don't think that 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 that, that there's very much health yeah. <laughs> in a lot of circles one of the things that Jason said that I really agree with is is the difference between leadership and facilitation um, I, I, I do believe that the church needs leaders. Okay. Yes. I, I, I want to stay that sure. first and foremost, but man, I sure do agree that most of the time I see people leading, 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 and oftentimes neglecting the things that God has prepared, you know, right. and the, the things that God would like to move in. Uh, but I, I've, I've been a part of churches that have been very charismatic and, and stuff like that. And, and, and it, flowing. I mean, it just, it'd be very flowing and, and it's amazing, but there are sometimes it could just go on. I mean, it, you feel like you could be there for six, seven, eight hours. Yeah, and- exactly. And it would like, like, for example, when I, whenever I, um, officiate a funeral, I am really weary about handing the microphone off to every single person. Anybody else want to come up here and mention something about Bob? You know, it's just like, oh my goodness, this is going to take 30 years. But if the parent, you know, if the family wants it, then that then that's fine. But <clears throat> I think that there is there's got to be a healthy balance between those. And I and I'm a guy who grew up in a high church. I mean, I you know the liturgy was king, so we had a call to worship, and we had uh, scripture, and we had a sermon, and we had the offertory after the sermon because it was your response to what God said through the sermon and through His text. And so, <clears throat> but there was a lot of room in the midst of that as well. Right. And, and that's, and, and, and there can be room in the midst of a liturgy, I think, but, um, but it really, I just don't think I agree with him. I don't think it's really thought of very often right. because it's just something we've always done here kind of mentality and no one's ever really stopped us. Stop, take three, three or four steps back and said, well, why do we do this? And just say, God, you know, if you want to do something new here, yeah. <laughs> please let us be in the midst of that. Yeah. And, and, and I'm not opposed to having the spirit move and, and spending hours and hours. It's sure. just that there are some that it's just like every single time you get together, it just, it seems like there's just no order and it, and it's a lot of just, I, I, I don't know. I, there's, I think there's, there's healthy mediums is what I'm saying. Yeah. And, and yeah, no, I agree. Yeah, and, and and I'm a big proponent of not so much leaders as a leadership. Okay, because 
because I don't necessarily think that just because you're the preacher, does it mean that you get to be the end all be all answer person for this church? Right. It needs to be the evangelists and the teachers and every that, that, that whole group of people should be listening to the spirit and being able to make decisions. Now, some people are visionaries and that's, that's awesome. They need to be able to cast that, but I still, I'm a big, huge proponent of leadership and not so much leader. Right. Especially not the CEO kind of mentality that we have in a lot of churches. Yeah. Hey, I'm going to move over to Rick's uh, call and see how much uh, we can do in pausing and and (laughs) moving forward. I I haven't previewed it at all. He did say Cliff, it's rather long and you might want to edit it up a bit. So, but you know, I don't have time to do that this week. So (laughs) here we go, Rick. We just hope Cliff and DG. This is Rick from Wisconsin calling for the about church podcast. And I wanted to comment on a, a few things that you said in response to my last call. Um, one that I thought was really great, I liked the way DG broke down the the difference in the wording of when creation was declared good and when it was declared very good. I appreciated that. And I thought of something that triggered in my mind when you talked about that, is that the first thing that was said to be not good was for the man to be alone. And God created the woman, which is universally used in, in marriage ceremonies and in marriage classes to point out the fact that on our own we're not complete and we need that helper, the helpmate. But I think you could expand the thought that's contained within that uh, event and say that man was made to live in community. Uh, God wants community. If God was satisfied just being God, he wouldn't have even had to make man. I think God desires community, and that's what I think is so great about GSDN and the work that you're doing, Cliff, and uh, why I appreciate listening to all the different shows that you guys do. I really enjoy that. Uh, on to the next point. The Okay. okay so I, I completely agree with you. Uh, I do believe that, that uh, humanity mankind people in general were meant to be in relationship and community and uh and so i know a lot of people that that really believe that when uh in genesis when it says they were created in our image that the image that he was talking about was a community was a is a relationship communal relationship between father son and holy spirit and the same thing that's the image not you know, having two ears, eyes, and nose. I and mean, I think I've said that before in the past. You have but, said that before. But, uh, but yeah, I just I want to throw it in there because it would, it would completely agree with what, you know, it would, it would be more evidence or agreements yeah. to that. Okay, all right. All right, moving along. Emphasis of the reason for buying the green shoes as being more uh, from the humanitarian aspect than from the uh, ecological aspect would really appeal to me. If you make an argument to me to do something just to save the earth, um, it might sway me, depends on what it is, but probably not much. But if you <laughs> tell me, hey, you're going to give somebody a better life by doing this, to me that's a great motivation to you know, possibly spend more money than I would have otherwise because I'm comparing you know, the companies and what the company is doing for the lives of the people that work for that company or for the economy of the country where that, that company this. So I think that's a, a great argument. We we should all be humanitarians, and that that's what Jesus did. He set the example. He went around and and healed people and fed people and you know did all those things. Um, why wouldn't we do the same? I mean, he's setting the example for us to do that. 
And uh, thirdly, all right. I, I agree too, and I and I and I wanted to kind of make that clear whenever I did make the purchase of the shoes. It was much more the reasoning behind, you know, taking care of the people who are actually cre- creating the product than it ever was to be more ecologically green. Although I'm a big ecologically green kind of guy, you are. Yeah. Um, the you know if it if it comes down to shooting an animal or shooting a person, I'm going to shoot the animal. <laughs> All right. No doubt about it. If it comes down to cutting down a tree or saving a person, cutting the tree down, baby. And I will tell you, DG does like his steak. Yes, I do. <laughs> All right. I'm not a vegetarian. A, a couple of things I want to say real quick is that um, in the next episode of Pursuing a Balanced Life, which I think is going to be uh, episode 464, if I'm not mistaken, I'm going to talk about... Um, my visit to the sanitation district uh, being trained for an hour and a half for a field trip that I'm going on for Megan's class at school. Whoa. Okay. Yeah. This is crazy. If you want to understand why on earth would I have to go for an hour number and a one? half sanitation district number one. <laughs> yes. Yeah, sanitation okay. district number one. Anyway. Uh, but it was all about this whole watershed, you know, protecting the watershed Yes, and yeah, why yeah. that's important and stuff and, and teaching the kids. Uh, I encourage folks, if you're interested in hearing more about that, listen to Pursuing a Balanced Life, episode number 464. And also another episode I want to tell you about is uh, Family from the Heart, episode number 107. It's going to go online later this evening. Uh, And the episode, get this, DJ, are you listening? I'm listening. Going organic? Question mark? (laughs) Well, I already know a little bit about that. You do? Yeah, about you really liking, because you watched Food, Inc., I did watch and I guarantee you anybody who watches it's gonna they're gonna start having conversations with me yeah so (laughs) yeah as soon as I saw you watch food I was like (laughs) (laughs) now he knows why I run away from McDonald's every chance I can by the way I never we haven't eaten our family has not eaten McDonald's in nearly a year and a half but part of that is because you went healthy yeah way before you went organic you just went healthy yeah and, yeah. and and I'm dude, I, I'll never forget. I still am amazed when you go in there and you you literally bring out a complete perfect whatever one to four ounces of almonds. <laughs> you know exactly what it is in your yes. hand for your snack. Yeah, it's awesome. But when I saw you, whenever I saw you, you uh, that you saw Food Inc, I was like, mm-hmm. yeah. So so we're looking we're looking for local farms and stuff like that where we can yeah. go buy, buy poultry locally. That's and, that's the hard one. Yeah, I, I think there's a poultry farm right up here in, oh, in Erlanger. We got Tweeds. Is that or what tweed, that Tweeds? I don't know what it's called. Tweeds. Yeah, that's where I get my turkeys every every uh, Christmas or Thanksgiving, and they have chicken there too. Yeah, yeah, eggs right. and chicken and stuff like that too. But I, I, I'm just thinking, like, like it's really hard to find a farmers market that will sell meat. Yeah, there are two or three in Cincinnati that actually do, and I'm waiting for one of them to show up in Northern Kentucky. Maybe I just don't know where to look. But yeah, well, but we, anyway. maybe we need to start a movement here. Let's do it and and make it happen. But yeah, because I, I think the only one that actually does it right now is is, is the Tweets Farm. Yeah, uh, and you just you just go in and they got a little tiny store there, and you just say, "I want that chicken or that chicken." Tell you how many pounds, and they just get it for you. But yeah, nice, very cool though. You very don't have cool. to go home and do the whole thing yourself though. That's good. Yeah, you don't have to pluck out the feathers <laughs> and wring the neck and all kinds of stuff. I'm like, I'll never forget my my nana doing that. My grandmother, yeah, grabbing that chicken's neck and just. <laughs> Yeah. Finally, the the body flew. Oh, yeah. Oh, goodness. Well, <laughs> anyway, folks, if you if you want to hear more about Stephanie and I and our journey and our family's uh, journey in becoming a little bit more conscious of of you know being you know organic foods, yeah, preserving watersheds and and all kinds of other stuff that you know, and and for me, it's not necessarily 
it, it is preservation of the earth, but not for the earth's sake, because obviously I believe God, I right. mean, if God's going to, but, but for, for the sake of my children's children and my children's yeah. grandchildren, my children's great grandchildren. Right. And, you know, there's it, nothing. And I love professor Allen in the chat room. He says the earth is valuable. People more valuable. Yes. And so if you see the earth as valuable for the sake of yes. future people, the earth then has let's the do resources for us. Exactly. And that could be a phenomenal motivation instead of just saying we love mother earth or we just want to save trees. We get it. Why not have a motivation to be able to say we want to save trees for our children, our great grandchildren to have oxygen and carbon dioxide. Uh, you know, I'm sitting there here having all these conversations, DJ. And the one thing I'm wondering if I'll ever have is that whole quote unquote, save the animals. And, you know, and oh, it's yeah, like, yeah. I, I don't know. It's, I, I, I've never been really an animal person. I mean, I, I had pets when I grew up as a kid and right. all the way up into my teen years. And, they, you know, they all died, got killed by cars and other yeah, wild yeah, yeah, beasts yeah. and all that other stuff. But uh, since as an adult, I've never had a pet. I don't think I'll ever have a pet. Um, but as far as... And of course, I'm like a huge dog lover. I, I love you animals. And- but the thing is, I watch these TV commercials and I say, you know, for, for whatever, um, you know, monthly, you know, you can save a dog or you can oh, like save... the Humane like, Society? Yeah. You, yeah, it's, yeah, like, yeah. They, it's like, you know, it's like... I see all these animal commercials, but I don't see anybody. I mean, I, I see very few, you know, save these people in Haiti or the, how about the, the, the people living under the bridge, you know, in the town, you know, next the, to you. you live in. Exactly. Yeah, Not just next to you, but it's the like, one you live in, you know, and of course, th- then of course I have to say, well, what are you doing? Those are yourself, Cliff. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, fair <laughs> like, enough. Come I'm, on. I need to come on. Some. Holy spirit. What's no up with that conviction stuff? Yeah. I, and I think that, um, Oh darn it. I forgot what I was going to say. Oh, well, no, I lost it. It's gone. <laughs> well, here's the deal. I, I, <laughs> bye bye thought. See I have later. no idea where we were in Rick's message because I accidentally hit the stop button instead of play. Oh. <laughs> so so let's see if we have to re-listen to anything. Okay. And what the company is doing for the lives of the people that work for that company or for the yeah, we, economy of the country where that, that company exists. So I think that's a, a great argument. We we should all be humanitarians. And that, that's what Jesus I'm did. He the example. He went around and, <laughs> and killed people and fed people and, you know, did all those things. Oh, I know. Uh, why wouldn't we do the same? I mean, he's setting the example for us to do that. And uh, thirdly, I really appreciate the differing opinions that you guys present. And I think that is what makes the show great. And I know that DG has said things that, uh, especially when, he, when I first you know, heard DG talk. Uh, sometimes I, I think, wow, you know, that's you're a heretic. But then uh, <laughs> I, I think about what he says. You know, that might be my first response to, the, to his first comment. But then he'll expand and spend a few minutes explaining his position. And I'll go, well, you know, maybe that position, you know, uh, it's not where my background comes from. It's not how I've ever looked at it before. But uh, I could see how you could look at it that way, and uh, you know, it doesn't mean you're not a Christian just because we don't agree. And I think that's my fourth short point here. I uh, hope the call isn't getting too long, but uh, I'm teaching a class at our church now that uh, is talking about theology, and one of the things that was contained in, in the class was what are the core beliefs that are really the beliefs that we have to agree on for you and I to both be considered Christians, and what are the rest of the things that we can differ on? And there's really only a few things that I think we must agree on. We, you, obviously, you believe there's a God. <laughs> obviously, you should believe that Christ is deity. I think if you yes. don't think uh, Christ is a deity, how, how could you 
look to him and be call him your savior. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that encompasses the concept of the Trinity, but I don't think anyone has to be able to understand the Trinity because I don't think anyone truly can and can may not be able to explain it. But if you can look at Scripture and say, you know, I see that it's in there, uh, you know, that, that's that's a slightly debatable thing. I think uh, another one of those important things. I think we have to believe in the atonement, you know, that without Christ that we're lost. You can't just think that Christ was a good teacher or one possible way to God. Um, but outside of those few things, there might be one other that I'm forgetting. Uh, you know, all those other things that create all these denominations and all these differences that people have are really a lot of petty things, a lot of the things that Jesus wouldn't want us to be doing. I may have lost my call. <laughs> no, you didn't. You no. didn't. No. You're still going. <laughs> no, still there. Sorry. I'm a... <laughs> and then he loses <laughs> his call. Oh, then so, he, then yeah. he actually did. Hang yeah, up. Yeah. Oh, gosh, that's classic. Well, the thing is, is, is when you're at five, it, the limit is five minutes in length on the voicemail. And I think if you, uh, when you get to 10 seconds, it beeps. Oh, or to let like you know. some person like, comes on, you've got five more minutes. It doesn't say that. It, okay, it, it beeps. It's it just like, dee, 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 or something like that. So it almost sounds like you've just been hung up on. But anyway, Rick, wow, thank you. Uh, you know, that's a great question or a great um, bit that he brought up there at the end. As yeah. far as the, the things that we really do need to agree on to find out, you know, to, to say, you know, do we agree that we're Christians? That Those are the principles or those are the... Those are the essential parts of our doctrine. Exactly. Yeah. And, and he did a great job of explaining those. I, I, I think, I think yeah. he covered the basics of them. Uh, you know, I, I think that um, he didn't get necessarily into resurrection and ascension and, um, or virgin birth and, you know, and stuff like that. I, stuff. I think he did with atonement. Yeah. yeah I, th- I think that's all encompassing of that. I, I think it's that. a great, I, I mean, that. he, I mean, he was at five minutes, so I mean, yeah, yeah, no, 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 no it's fine. <laughs> yeah, I agree. I agree. I, I think that's, I th- but, but, and, and the great thing is, and this is one of the topics that I threw out there a long time ago that we still need to be able to talk about is all the different atonement theories. Oh, okay. That are out there. Um, and I found about five or six different atonement theories. Um, and we can we can you know we could talk about which one you know what what each one of them actually states and then you know if we agree or disagree or whatever else. Well, let's talk about that next week. Okay, that's fine. I mean, I'll I'll send you the the. Okay. I basically I grabbed just all br- of just them. Just bring it in and throw it at me. Oh really? Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> what? Okie dokie, Cliff. Because it's just like it's pretty it's pretty thick. Stuff. Oh okay. Well, it's pretty thick. But not too thick. I mean, I could boil it down. Don't be dead. Boil it down. We're good, just, dude. It's, We're this good. is this is general. That's right. Atonement 101. This is generally speaking about the church, my friend. Booyah. Generally speaking. Anyway, um, hey, I got a I got an email from a UPC guy, United Pentecostal Church pastor. Yeah. And I'm going to read that email. And then you you asked him a question because he kind of sent this email to both of us. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And yeah, and uh, and we had some follow up. But uh, I told him I would bring this in. He wanted to. He said, this is to clarify a statement made about the United Pentecostal Church. That I made. That I made. Yep. Uh, he says, Cliff and DG, this is Brian from Buffalo emailing for about the church podcast in regards to episode number 108, how God lays things on your heart. My wife and I are avid listeners of GSPN, including about the church, weekly loss podcast, full time mom. And so sad that Sarah's gone. And, but uh, but she, he says, but you go, Stephanie. Uh, and that's all in parentheses. And then he says, and family from the heart. And sometimes the world, according to Megan, 
Uh, nice. He says, I've been listening to these for about two years now. We are not yet plus members, but hope to at some point. Dave Ramsey wouldn't allow it on. Uh, we're on baby step number two. Congratulations, by the way, that you made it past number one and you're on number two. Exactly. Already paid off $30,000 in debt in eight months. Soon to scream. We're debt free. That's more than me. That is awesome. That's really awesome. I remember being there, Brian, and it is a blessing to be there. Anyway, uh, sorry, a little sidetrack there. Anyways, back to the point of the email. I just wanted to clarify on a point that DG made in episode 108 in reference to the UPC, United Pentecostal Church, of which I identify uh, in in which of which we identify ourselves as apostolic apostolic Pentecostals. Um I am a licensed minister with the UPC, just to give you context of my understanding of what they believe. Uh, when talking about belief systems related to the identity of Jesus Christ, i.e. the Trinity versus other beliefs, DG made a comment to the belief system of the UPC, and he quotes, they only be- they be- that they believe Jesus only. That is not actually accurate an accurate statement. Now, of course, I realize he didn't mean to misinterpret, but I thought it would be necessary for future uh, reference or to clarify for future reference. Uh, what we actually believe is that God is one, that he is father in creation, son in redemption, Holy Ghost in regeneration. But these are operations of a singular God, not three in one. Just as I am father, son and husband, that does not me- make me three separate people. But these are three positions I hold in relationship to their respective recipients. Uh, That is a very, very small explanation. (laughs) However, if you wanted, I would be able to come on to the About the Church podcast in an interview to give an understanding of Scripture better. I offer that only because I know it it came up on that episode, granted related to a question asked about what the Mormon faith believes and thought that I'd put that in there. That if you were looking for others to share again, just to clarify, the intent is not to use GSPN as a platform to preach. Just wanted to clarify that and only share if and he says only share it if you want to. Yeah. Uh, in any case, Colleen, my wife and enjoy your content and have gleaned a lot from it. Thank you for that. My may God rich continue to richly bless you. And if possible, I'd ask you to continue to pray for Colleen and Brian from Buffalo as we are facing financial instability. And uh, and though we are trusting God. Uh, all let's see trusting God in trusting in God yeah. all the prayer that we can get helps God bless sorry to ramble Brian yeah and uh, so first and foremost folks out there listening to this and there are many of you out there we want to ask you would you do us a favor and pray for Brian and Colleen and, yes. and their financial situation yes, big time and and while I'm at it before we talk a little bit more about the email I want to ask everybody listening to this podcast to also pray for another couple uh, with some financial instability at this point in their lives. And that would be the Hollams. That's right. DG and Tiffany. Uh, These, (laughs) these two can use your prayers as, as you know, obviously both Tiffany and DG are being uprooted from their current position in the church and are not yet uh, successful in finding uh, replacements that are suitable uh, for them at this point in time. Correct. Yeah. So yeah, we, please. we're trying to cut our budget big time, but even, even with a pretty serious cut, we still need to find more jobs. Yeah. Part time or whatever else. So 
Thank yeah. you. Thank you. Thank you. I'm so, glad you mentioned that. Appreciate it. Absolutely. Uh, so anyway, you wrote back and asked him something. Yeah, well, I just wanted to ask him. I just wanted to clarify uh, because, because uh, you know, the, the, the professor that Tiffany had that taught her all the stuff that she brought in uh, last week, uh, he basically just said when, when he clarifies, uh, you know, a quote cult as anything is any a group of people who meet. If there's a group of people who meet, they're, they're clarified as a, they're they're uh, defined as a cult. But he's just saying something other than the, other than a traditional Orthodox Christian. <laughs> then he would call those. Yeah, cults. I know you're you're laughing because the guy's weed whacking right <laughs> right in front of the studio window. <laughs> I need to maybe switch him over from Thursday to a different day of the week, but. <laughs> With, that's awesome if you guys hear somebody weed whacking it's 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 not somebody in here with a chainsaw yeah he's just cutting down the weeds and it's and it's not me you know having eaten some food i should <laughs> so anyway um <laughs> i forgot what i was talking about he was saying he's a pretty a cult- good looking guy he's bald and he's got his sleeveless shirt i can see him in the reflection of the <laughs> tg that's so funny anyway uh, you were saying he classified anybody as a cult. Oh yeah, okay, okay, if, thank you. If, if if they mess with the Trinity, oh, is, okay. is what he does. I mean, that's what he basically says. You know what? I'll put you in a different category other than traditional Orthodox Christianity. If you if you disagree with the Trinity, God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit, and this is what a lot of what three Timmy, three different three distinct persons. Yes, that's right. Personhood. Yeah, each one of them has different personhood. But they're all a part uh, of one being as well. And that's the mystery. And I think that's what was being said in the previous uh, voicemail is basically saying there is mystery here that no one can really fully understand. But it has been it has been shared with us, or at least the traditional Orthodox Christianity way of thinking about it has been shared with us as God has revealed who he is through himself, through Jesus, and then through Holy Spirit. Or Holy okay. Christ. So anyway, and so I was just asking him... Um, Brian, I just said, hey, I just want to clarify, would you be able to say you believe in the Trinity, three and one, one and three, or would you only say the one part? And uh, and his response was this, no harm done in the comment. I wouldn't expect you to know where everyone stands. We do not believe in the Trinity. We believe God to be one, not three and one, one and three, but rather he is the one eternal God that manifests himself to us as, for example, the son and Jesus Christ as our redeemer but do not believe Jesus to be the son of God as a distinctive part of a triune Godhead, but again, in manifestation in sonship, a fleshy body, the eternal God who was, who is a spirit, John four twenty four, used in order to shed blood, to become the perfect sacrifice. In other words, we don't believe God, the father sent God, the son to die, but came himself as a man to shed blood and redeem man. And, uh, and he says, always thanks again for the response. Hope to talk to Cliff sometime soon, maybe about the form of voicemail sand or about the church, as I mentioned, Cliff. All right. So, and, and you know, and, and that's exactly what I was wanting him to clarify because that was the, you know, that was exactly what I was trying to say was they, they mess with the Trinity, the traditional understanding of the Trinity. And, uh, but he's, he's right. I did say they only believe in Jesus. And instead I would say, he would say only believe in God, right. one God instead of, only believe in Jesus, but I but I read so, that, but I I hear I hear it's one God, but He's manifested Himself as Father and as Son and as Holy Spirit. So I still I while He would say I do not believe in the Trinity, I still I still hear Trinitarian kind of language, only explained differently than the way that I would personally believe it. Right. I mean, I still hear there's God the Father. God's son, God, the Holy spirit. 
Um, he believes that they're all one. But I mean, even in my own understanding and of what I've been taught about Trinity is that these are three distinct per- persons, but they are one God. Right. Exactly. They are. It, it is one. It is God is singular, but in community in these three persons. Right. So I, my, my question to you then, DG, if you believe what your your professor said, would you say that uh, somebody who believes in the Trinity or not Trinity in this way or not in this way, uh, would you would you think that that pastor or the professor of your friend would say that the UPC would not be a would not be considered Christian? That's correct. I, I, I he would I think he would say that he's pretty he's a pretty outgoing dude though. I mean, right. he, like he's the guy who goes up straight up to people and say I think you're heretics. All right, <laughs> I'm not that kind of a person. Well, <laughs> but but I do think I I think that you. Uh, fundamentally are worshiping a different God. Okay. And that, and that's the reason I would call the difference because you do. I really do. I do believe that the, he, cause this guy I'm, I, I don't know anything about the UPC. Nothing. Right, sure. Of course. But, but my understanding is that he, this is a guy who probably, it sounds to me like these people are very, uh, biblically, you know, searching for the God of the Bible and they're reading the from the you know they're reading the God of the Bible and and they believe that Jesus Christ came and atoned for our sins, right? And believes that Jesus is God, He is deity, right? And he he has an understanding that there is language in here: God, Father, God, Son, God, Holy Spirit. He just just because he doesn't say he just he's, he he's, doesn't he doesn't say there are three persons, right? He's putting the emphasis on the one. Right. Which, you know, that's, but uh, it, it sounds to me like it, you know, the emphasis on the one God doing three distinct, distinct, different things. Okay. So here's, here's my question to you. My, this okay. is my question back to you would be, do you believe, uh, that, and, and this was, and this is a, this is a good question because <laughs> this is, we're going to force people to think. So the Jews God, is yes. it the same as the Christian God? I believe so. Yes. Okay. And, and <laughs> just ignore it. It's hard. It's really funny. Though. It's going on the biker behind me. I'm just worried. It's like, he's going to like cut my hair and I don't have any hair for him. To cut. <laughs> but, um, I, I, uh, and so, so I, I, so there are some, there are several people out there that would say, no, we do not believe in the same God because if God has revealed himself through Jesus, then you're seeing a, a completely different aspect of who God is. Because okay. of Jesus, and again because of the Holy Spirit, right? And so, uh, and and I, but I know a lot of people that would say, "Oh, well, they just don't have a full understanding of who that Creator Covenant God is with the Jews um, or the the Israelites, as opposed to the Christians." So, so these are these are all these are all great and important questions, um, and and but that's I, I think a lot of people would probably say, "No, I know it's I know it seems crazy to say that." But if God has revealed himself in Jesus, then you're getting so much more of a fuller understanding of who God is to worship just the Old Testament God means that you're not truly worshiping God. Okay, here's here's my so, thing. So anyway, I just I, here in, in, in to further clarify my answer, I would say that, yes, the God of the Old Testament that the Jews believe and follow and have been recognizing with their Passovers and all this other stuff. It is that is the same God that always was, always will be, you know, forever unchanged. That is right. that is God. I mean, it, right. God didn't change who He was in the Old Testament when 
he sent Jesus Christ, his son, to die for us on the cross. God is that that understanding of God is still an understanding of God. I understand that there's more revealed, but the fact that there's more revealed doesn't make that that understanding of God any less of God. So, so for example, Abraham. Well, well people would Abraham, say yes, that is less of God. The Abraham, Old Testament is less of God. Okay, <laughs> Abraham was saved by his what? He was saved by his faith. Right, right, right. All right, and his faith in the, Jesus Christ. One of the first. Was he saved by his faith in Jesus Christ? I, I'm not one to say who I, gets saved. I by don't know. <laughs> I know, but uh, but my understanding is that Jesus that that Abraham was saved by faith. And he was saved in the faith that he placed in that God. Right. right? And I can see now, that. I and can I can that. say, bef- and I would say that before Jesus, the atonement of Jesus Christ on the cross, that people, you know, they, I, I mean, I, I would have a hard time thinking that anybody who ever died before Jesus Christ came to this world is, you know, going to burn in hell or something like that. They don't have eternal life. No, but, um, I have no problems with being not bound by time after we die. Okay. And so why couldn't when Christ returns well, and everyone is resurrected, then then Abraham would be able to say, yep, that's the guy I've been talking to. That's so, the guy I have covenants with. Okay. So so it's possible, It's, it's but you're still saying that Abraham, same, it's faith in that God though, right? And and so my 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 thinking is you know okay so this UPC pastor right he believes in 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 God of the Bible sure and and as his his best of his understanding and and his training and everything like that <clears throat> obviously believes in the atonement of Jesus Christ which is beyond what Abraham ever did uh, because he wasn't given that knowledge so who's to say if you're outside of time that when you know this UPC pastor and all their followers you know, come at, and Jesus Christ comes back. He's like, yep, that's the God I've been following. That could I admit, very, Wow, that could be, I was totally wrong that could about be, my understanding of him three and one, one and three, you know, you know, yes. 15 people. Just, I was totally wrong, but that's the one. Yes. That's the God I've been serving in that's all right. my life. That's right. And There's so I, no, that's what my I thing is. I don't see anything wrong with that at all. Um, but uh, I, I do think... There, there's just obvious places in scripture when Jesus is praying to his father, yes. calling him Abba, calling yes. him daddy. I get that. And, 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 and it does not make sense. <laughs> then why, you know, why is, why, what's the purpose of that? Is it just for us when he's all alone in the garden? I mean, you know, kind of a thing. It's just all of those pieces of scripture point towards a three personhood Trinity and not just a manifestation of one, but a three separate personhood Trinity. And that's the reason I believe in that. Uh, I, I understand the reason for believing in it and, and, and stuff like that. And I, DG, I want to tell you, I'm right there believing in the Trinity oh, in know. the exact same way that you I do. Know. But here's the thing is, is believing in the Trinity exactly the way that we do essential Christian doctrine for salvation? And I've I've never said that. Uh, okay, you, you're making that no, assumption. No, 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 no. I'm not. I'm just asking because you're always bringing into the salvation understanding. I always I'm saying, bring in the salvation. Uh, that's who and, I am. I'm, and a, a, I'm a I'm a I'm an evangelical, my friend. <laughs> that's all right. That's all right. There's nothing wrong with that. <laughs> but uh, but that's that's exactly what I'm saying. So I have no problems with being able to say we might be worshiping a different God. Okay. <laughs> now, do you hear that? There's no salvation understanding between that. You well, have see, I, you you are worshiping a different manifestation of who God is than who I am. See, I, I I see that to me we are worshiping a different God 
means that I'm worshiping. The, of course, you, I mean, so you don't think of salvation at all in any of this. I, I think that uh, the salvation the atonement under- stuff. I mean, it's. Yeah, definitely. No, of course I do. I believe in the atonement. And and I would say he would say the same thing. I mean, he believes that that it would be the one God coming as himself. But you're saying his 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 Jesus is a different Jesus than your Jesus. I would say yes. Oh, that, does, say yes. that makes no sense at all to me. <laughs> that that is the furthest thing. I can't even wrap my mind around it. But you know what, DG? I understand the Trinity better than I understand that statement. Well, I think that you're you're really really sad then if you actually think you understand the Trinity better than I, any statement. I, I, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just I'm I know just going, kid, you know. I'm going through the. I mean, it's just it's just like listen. I'm sure he believes the, all the that about Jesus Christ as he reads it in the scripture, and it's like that's the same Jesus. I mean, it, you know, it's it's like you know, I, but I I I too I do get I I I certainly would have issues with you know. Right, but okay. Well, let's 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 push it to the Mormon Church then. Okay, they believe the Bible and they actually believe now, that Jesus was a person. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So, so what is your definition of Jesus now? Because it's just a different definition. Is it truly a different God? I well, you and know, that's, and, that, and so the same kind of argument would well, be. Well, here's the, there here too. here's the deal. You know, and, and and I I would question this as well. You know, who did Abraham believe? It's like I believe if you know, is it possible that a Mormon could? You know, all of a sudden Jesus comes back. It's like, listen, that's that's the guy. Yes, that that's the that's the God I serve. Oh, I'm not going to be a God and have my own universe. Oh, dude, we were totally wrong about that. Right, 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 right. Uh, I mean, sure, maybe. I don't know. I don't know. I'm not proposing to have the answers. And, and I know a lot of people that say that. <laughs> I just got the long one. <laughs> and, and I would say. <laughs> This is awesome. It is fun and, stuff. And, and I know a lot of other people would be able to say the same thing about Native Americans and pantheism or something else like that. They, as soon as Christ returns, they'll be like, yep, that's the God I've been serving the whole time. Yeah. So it doesn't have to necessarily be so, the ones that are just a so, little bit different understanding. So it's way cl- different understanding. So the question I have, not for you, DG, but the question I have for myself. If, and Jesus. And, and, and No, for me, the question I have is, have I become a universalist? <laughs> you know, and, and I don't think I have. Right. I no. don't think I have, but I mean, these are the questions that I have. Right. You know, and it's well, like, and that's and that's the difference between me saying when Christ returns uh, in full glory, and and it's very clear who Christ is. Um, I, I think that's a sign of grace. I yeah. don't necessarily see that as a sign of told you, <laughs> you know, kind of mentalities. And and it is it is Jesus. It's not uh, Buddha coming back. You know, for Buddhists, it's not, you know, Muhammad coming back from, you know, for, for Islam. It is Jesus. It is Jesus coming, coming back. back. Exactly. And that's the difference between universalists <laughs> and, and right. Christianity. Yeah. I, I, that, thank you. And that, yeah. cl- that does clarify it. I mean, it is, I do believe in Jesus Christ as my Lord and Savior. Right. The one who, who is God, always has been God. I believe that Jesus spoke all things into creation and without him nothing was created i do believe that he came and lived life as a as as pure as 100 god and 100 human right i believe that he lived, i believe that he i believe that he lives lived a sin-free life and that on his cross he took upon the sins of all the world and anybody who believes in him confesses that with their mouth that jesus is lord will be saved Right. 
Now, the question then, do they have to do that before they breathe their last breath? <laughs> or, or can it be Good like DG might perhaps think, you know, Abraham several, you know, thousands of years ago, he's been buried and gone for some time and and all of a sudden his body will be brought up when Jesus comes back in his full glory and says, yep, that's my God. That's the dude. That's the dude. <laughs> <laughs> that, there's the title for that. <laughs> that's my God. <laughs> that's awesome. Well, thanks everybody so much for listening. This is a wonderful, wonderful uh, time for both of us to be able to get to share in the community. And thanks so much for listening. And please continue to send us feedback and give us a voicemail. That telephone number is 859-795-4067. And uh, please don't forget to be able to pray for a church other than your own. Absolutely. We greatly appreciate it. And be praying for uh, Brian and Colleen and DG and Tiffany this week. Uh, if you could just send out some special prayers that some things will open up for them. Yes. So That'd be wonderful. Thank you. Thank you, everybody. We'll be back next week. You back next week? I think so. I don't know. I don't know when Apple's going to start making me. You mentioned the name. I don't know when they're going to start making me show up for do duty. whenever they want me to go. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. All right. Anyway, we'll keep you all up to date. God bless you all. We'll be back next week. Maybe. Possibly. Probably. <laughs> possibly. Probably. All right. Anyway, until next time, everybody, join the community. Join the community.